Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. Welcome to the newest episode of Kidney Rockstars. Joining me today are Zach and Mia from Fun Run. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. All right. Well, tell everybody out there how you guys got into making kidney music. Oh, it's kind of a fun story, I guess. I'll, 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 I'll take off with the story and then Mia can jump in if, uh, if I forget any of the fun details. So I've been a musician for since eighth grade. So that was, we won't count the years, but that's been, that's been quite some time. And Mia's, you know, she's, she's been trying to be, you know, picking up some stuff here and there. But she said to me one day was we have a daughter who at the time was about four or five. And she said, Hey, let's, let's go sing some holiday songs at her daycare. And I said, you mean like a concert? She's like, sure. You can call it a concert. And I said, can I bring my guitar and my amp and microphones? And she's like, sure, if that makes you feel like that's a real concert. So I had at the time, you know, a guitar amp that had a plug in for one microphone, which we sang some holiday songs that I played some songs that we found on the Internet that were holiday ish and shared that one microphone. And it went over really well. And. Well, and, yeah. and unlike Zach, who had been a musician forever, I had not played a single instrument ever and it was one of those things on my bucket list along with singing and performing and when I would hear the kids at daycare say they just loved song I thought what a great what a great place to start <laughs> and the daycare was really really into that idea to have something to do especially I think it was a, a Christmas Eve one year yeah and they always need to keep the kids really busy <laughs> so and they were happy to have us in and then so I had a ukulele and I used to write songs for our daughter just silly stuff when you know, she was in the bath or she was getting dressed, just fun stuff. And then we kind of just kept playing. And then some songs would come and go. And then we started having a few songs that she just really loved. I said, hmm, we should probably see what we can do with those. And Mia's more the singer than me. So she really was able to take off with some of those songs. And then I said, remember how we played those holiday songs at the daycare? Let's go in in the summer and try these songs out and see how it sounds. But I said, we're going to need some better microphones and some better speakers. And that's been my excuse to buy all kinds of equipment over the last five years. <laughs> well, and yeah. And it's really kept me going. Um, so Zach has taught me to play the ukulele. And one day he said, some of these songs really need something more. 
and handed me a bass guitar <laughs> and said play and and so that's how I started to learn to play that one and it's been really fun yeah. and and it's fun to go in and see the when we are in to see the kids and their interest in the instruments and hopefully you'll talk about that in a while because he really has an amazing repertoire of uh, stringed instruments that he plays um, and just being able to share that with the kids too was what really kept us going and kept us saying hey maybe let's turn this into something more than it is just for our daughter and her daycare because Mia said yeah I have um, the kids like to see I have several guitars I'll bring with me I have a bazooki which is kind of like a big mandolin um, I have you know six string 12 strings I have an eight string ukulele which is fun for kids who are learning to play the ukulele because that's a, something they start early on in school they're like, well, what's that ukulele? And then we have various sides ukuleles. Mia has a bass ukulele that plays all like a bass guitar. So the kids are really interested in seeing all the different instruments. And so we went from the daycare. Then I reached out to some local libraries to see like, maybe someone will take us. We were going to do it for free too. And the lady, the first wonderful librarian, uh, her name's Deb Cleveland. Uh, she's just, she got our start and she said, hey, I'll pay you guys to come in. <laughs> I said, you will. And I'm like, and I want to be all professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what we. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, we're professional kindy rockers. We don't do anything for free. <laughs> and then from there, it just kind of took off. And uh, we we've recorded our first album that came out last spring. Um, we've worked our way through the pandemic, doing virtual shows. Um, yeah, it was great. Um, someone from Bangor, I believe it was, a yeah. news news. Um, station reached out to us and said, hey, let's talk about what this was like working through the pandemic. So we were able to do that and talk about how everything we live stream. So we were relatively new to this anyway. Uh, so it wasn't that much of a change. It was just, oh, okay, we'll put on the technology, which we were having to use for work anyway as teachers. And we'll just sing to everyone and, and invite the kids along. And that was what really kept us going. So you are my first guests from the beautiful state of Maine. So what is the kindy music community like up there? Um, well, my older children, so we have our, our daughter nine, uh, my boys used to listen to an artist called Rick Charette that I'd heard of even before they were born. Um, and so he's, he's someone that I've been interested in for a long time. And then Zach has really networked with some of the artists up here in Maine. You could probably talk about. Yeah, there's um, there's a group out of the Bangor area um, called B Parks and the Hornets. So we've kind of networked with them. Uh, uh, it, but there's not a big kindy rock scene yet in Maine. We're hoping to keep it going. When I reach out to venues, libraries, towns, they're like, kindy? What's kindy? So I'm like, you know, kid-friendly rock and roll. That's the easiest way to describe it. And they're like, oh, okay, that sounds like fun. So, yeah. And we had one library reach out to us to do their noon year's Eve party. So instead of the keeping the kids up, you know, it's more like a nap. Let's take a I big, like that. let's have a big party so yeah. that they're all ready to sleep on that new year's Eve day. And that was, that was a great fun because again, it had to come through streaming, but there was dancing and singing and lots of, lots of kids at that event. Even a baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I was, the last time I was in Maine was uh, probably the early nineties, but one of the stops that I made while I was there, I think we were in Bangor, um, was the, the person that was driving me around stopped at this house and said, hey, look at this house. It's really cool. And I couldn't help but notice that there were the fence and, and then the fence post had like a couple of bats on it and the house was red and it just had a bunch of, so that's Stephen King's house. I'm like, 
oh my God, that's so cool. People can just drive right by his house and it looks like Stephen King's house. Yeah, well, I've seen it before and you do, you stop there like, oh yeah, of course this is Stephen King's house. But if you're just driving down the street, you, you would, wouldn't even think of it. Okay. That's something missing in our repertoire. That reminds me because we really want to work on, we have some holiday songs. We have a, a Santa's boot Christmas song. We have one that we're working on that we'll release next year. We didn't have it quite ready for Hanukkah. A Hanukkah song, yeah. But we don't have a Halloween song. and we're... <laughs> We want to work on that and maybe we'll take some inspiration from Stephen King. We'll see. We'll stand outside his house and see what, what strikes us. <laughs> There's probably, if you look close enough, there's probably plenty of inspiration. <laughs> All right. You guys ready to get into a song? Yeah, let's do this. Today's episode's song is called Part of the Rainbow. All right, guys, tell us what inspired this song. Uh, this song is all about the rainbow and that we really would like everyone to be part of it. And our daughter, when she was little, said, I really like pink. Why isn't pink part of that rainbow? Why are there only certain colors <laughs> in the rainbow? So along with our talk about science and how that all works, um, we were inspired to write a song that, right, why can't it be that way? Why can't everyone be included? And it sort of turned into, evolved into this piece about why can't everyone be part of everything we want to be part of? And so working with different communities, that's that's our inspiration, our larger inspiration for the song. Yeah, the song starts out basically like, why can't pink be part of the rainbow? We list all the Roy G. Biv colors in order. So it's that little sciencey piece. And then you hit the chorus, where it's like, why can't pink be part of the rainbow? And then there's this piece in the middle towards the end of uh, where it's like, why can't I be part of the rainbow? Why can't all my friends be part of the rainbow? So it becomes this song about colors and science and it kind of morphs into the song about inclusion and kindness and everyone being working together to be part of this, this bigger thing. Very good. And we are really excited about this song. The song has found its way in a couple, to a couple of uh, kindy playlists that have come out of I think the Australia, New Zealand area, mm -hmm. and it, it got in a lot of listens and we're really, we're really proud of that. And we're really excited. And we just, we hope people keep listening to it. It is by far our biggest song that we have right now. And it is featured on our new album, go have some fun. And I think it actually, um, it's, I think it's the second song on the CD. So it's right there at the beginning. And it's, it's, a, it's a whole lot of fun to play in shows because it's got that, that chorus, where we go, la, 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 part of the rainbow, and the kids can do a little call and answer, a little, oh, 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 part of the rainbow. And mm -hmm. sometimes we just keep that going in the show, and the kids, it's great now that um, we can do live shows again and to see those kids' faces. Even if they're behind masks, you can still see the eyes that light up when you know they're, they get to be part of the show. During part yeah, of the they, can, they can dance and all that good stuff. Do you have a music video for this one, or are you planning on making one? We are still working on that. We have a lot of ideas in the works um, for that song. Uh, once we fine tune that, we do definitely plan to have a music video for this song. Excellent. All right, well, let's check it out. Here is Part of the Rainbow by Fun Run.
All right. So Zach, Mia, let everybody know where they can stream and download your music and how they can connect with you guys on social media. So the best way to find us is our Facebook page, and that is can be found at Fun Run Band. There are lots of fun runs out there on Facebook, but we are the only fun run band. Also, yeah, right, because fun run is often known as that run you go on before a 5K. And my sons were both runners of 5Ks. And so we were at a fun run one day. And that's actually where we got the inspiration for our band name, that it's just that really everyone gets to be involved in the fun run. The kids, adults, if they want, can be there on the sidelines cheering on. And it really everything should be that much fun in life. Right. And as the kids are coming across the finish line, everyone's getting the medals that you guys, you guys made it. You ran the, the three quarters of a mile or whatever it was that day. Um, but also to find us, you can also do the at sign at fun run band. If you type that into Google stuff shows up, our Spotify is there. We're on Amazon music, Apple music. If you want to buy our CD, it's available uh, at Bandcamp, And that's a streaming service as well. And again, just Google or I guess search fun run and it should come up. But just type Fun Run Band into Google and you'll find us. Instagram. Instagram, we're on Instagram. But the Facebook page has all the links, including our YouTube channel where you can see our video for, if you don't mind, and Lucy Lucy, if you love dogs, that's a song all about dogs. There's a video for that as well. Excellent. Well, I love the band name. And when I was a kid, I participated in something called a Fun Run. So <laughs> as soon as I saw the band name, like, yeah, okay. I still have like a couple of certificates that I completed the Fun Run. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for both being on the show. Uh, and I wish you the best of luck and I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for having right, us. Thank you.